And that's where we are in America right now. Right. This is it. We demasculated men in their exactly. own right now. Yeah, well, Caitlyn Jenner was woman of the year. Yeah, she's a woman now. No. She filleted her nuts. Caitlyn, Caitlyn is not a woman. <laughs> she filleted her beef, bro. She that does a, not make you a woman. In this in this day and age, it does. That yeah. makes you a you, transgendered person. You mix that with some chems, you're a whole woman, my boy. Facts. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday, it's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all over the place. Trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Hit that TikTok as well. There's very, very mean comments on my TikTok, but I love it. Comment. Share all that stuff. Page is growing. This little by little. Oh, Yo. how you doing? Fantastic. How are you? How's the J Cole situation going on? You look good. Yeah, don't believe the hype, bro. How's your week? It's pretty good. It was strong. It wasn't weak. That you don't have those Norris pants on again. Stop looking at my pants. I have to look at. I have to check the fit. Every I don't know week. where you're looking right now because you're bloom blockers, so making me feel uncomfortable. Gotta check the fit because now I'm being I'm being looked at and I can't tell. This is a Ray Charles movie you're doing right now, and I don't trust you. Anymore. That's a creepy thing, right? You don't know where the no, eyes are looking. Not at all. Pause. You got five percent tints. Shit, this is not fair. <laughs> ah, GQ fills in the building. It's the first time you've been here since the snap. What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah, man. You look good. I really needed to be here. It's refreshing, ain't it? Like yeah, you told me that you you have you, you had like two jobs for a minute. Yeah. It was, it was, two jobs you wasn't getting paid for. <laughs> now all the money was coming to the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I, I respect that. Listen, you held it down. You stepped in when you had to step in, right? And I hope, I hope that you got some special service because of it. That's all I'm saying. That you ain't gotta you ain't gotta disclose. I asked the question. You didn't reveal anything. You said nothing. You said nothing. You don't comply, you just smile and nod and be nice. You know, you have to do that, you know. Plausible deniability is what we call it. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Freaky's in the building. You can pay attention now if you like. No, you're not. You're at, you look like somebody else right now that I, I could say, but we don't say his name here. So if you like to look like you're engaged, it'd be nice. I'm not on camera. Doesn't matter. I'm here, though. Doesn't matter. What do you want me to say? Something. Let me go on a rant. You do it every week. So we all know that. Mr. Adams. All right. Yeah, we're going to move on. <laughs> We're gonna move on. <laughs> Golden was a Jews, a silent assassin. How you doing? Listen, you like those Michelobes. You do. Whenever they out here, she don't even ask. She just says, Hep, mind for do. It's cold. It's cold. 
Yeah. Cool. I I I think I need to share her story though. Of her awkward situation before Pod. So she's a little awkward. It's funny though. So this gentleman, you know, wants to be a nice person. Says, Hey, let me go ahead and just open this door for this young lady. You know, she's going into the same establishment as me. I chivalry, right? It's not dead. Opens the door. There's another door. So she's like, oh, thank you, right? No, 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 no. You don't touch that other door. I got it, right? He opens the second door. Now, they're both going into the same place. Lo and behold, Silent Assassin doesn't want food. She needs to use the bathroom. So instead of her saying, you know, I just need to go use the bathroom and focus on that, he says to her, hey, you can go in front of me to order ladies first. So no, 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 I don't know what I want to eat up. Lying, right? Out the gate. She could have just said to him, look, I just need to use the bathroom. That's why I'm coming in here. I, I actually got distracted. I just need to, you know, I got somewhere to go. Instead, she takes the awkward route, goes on the iPad like she's faking, <laughs> like she's ordering food. The man goes in front of her. She beelines out the restaurant. <laughs> I don't understand. Why? Why was that the impulse? I'm just curious. Um, I don't have to <laughs> <laughs> the funny shit is that she still got to use the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Did you get to use the bathroom at least? Oh, Solid Assassin is great at what she does. She's the she's she's what makes this engine go here, right? But man, the social skills got got to work on those. <laughs> oh man, we got a guest in the building. You know, we've known this man for God, how long? Twenty plus years is annoying. It really is. Welcome to the show, my man, Brandon. What's good? What's good? Yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Listen, you haven't been here in a while. Last time you were here was like one of the early episodes when we were doing the video. Yeah. Probably like what? two, Almost two years ago? Nah. Was it? I mean, it's close. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it's close. You a big ass hand. You blocking the logo, bro. Oh, you definitely are blocking the logo of the shirt. Hey, yo. Yeah. Always, yo, J. Cole, chill over there. You, you know? relax. You know what I mean? You it's branding. It's brand. Like, yeah. if you're going to wear the shirt, you know? if you're going to wear the shirt, you got to make sure you, gonna you show that. You're going to rock the merch, my you know what yeah. 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 Don't make me tell you again now. Yo, listen, listen. You look good. Relax over there. You right. right. You look good. First off, you know, you're your father now. You're engaged. Congratulations to everything. You know, how's it feel? Man, it's different. <laughs> A little fucking different, I can tell you that. You getting any sleep? <sighs> More now. Not for, not not in the beginning though. Yeah. Not in the beginning. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you, but yeah, it's getting it's getting better now. 
Respect, man. Respect. I, I'm I'm proud of this man. I have no jokes for him right now. I don't. <laughs> Not that, yet. That's gonna come later. I have no jokes for him. I'm just very happy to see him. Uh, it's been a while. So let's get into it, right? Uh, Thursday night football. A lot of stuff happened in that game, didn't it? You know, some season-ending things transpired, which sucks. Um, so definitely like to talk about that game. Um, I also have a conversation about guaranteed contracts. It's bothering me a bit. Jets watch. I talk about that. Stephon Diggs definitely wants out of of Buffalo. We can see it. Trayvon Diggs went to, you know, he he's putting it out there. And I'd love to see that happen. Love to see it. Um, I have finally come to Jesus about something. I've finally moment of clarity about a certain player that I've supported for a long time. This is it. This is it. I gotta get this off now. It's 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 bad. Saquon Barkley said some stuff, and I'm just like, you sure? You really want that out there? And what's this idiot name? Carissa Thompson? Yeah, we're going to talk about her too. Definitely going to talk about her. Um, irrelevant news of the week. Draymond Green. I like to talk about him. Um, Anthony Davis. We have the new segment. Um, dehumidifiers and space heaters. We're going to preview that. That has everything to do with the Los Angeles Clippers, if people don't know. Um, Mark Jackson. Some stuff going on with Mark Jackson that Stephen A. Smith brought to light. I'd like to talk about that as well. Um, your Yankees. Your GM is going nuts right now. So I'd like to get a gauge of how you feel about that. Some hot stove topics we're going to talk about a little bit. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. Before we get into all that, though, what's the biggest conversation or topic out there? Diddy. Oh, Let's talk about it. And the fact you like to take Let's take, talk about it. It's settled. Yeah, it is. What's settled? It's settled. He settled with, with Cassie. Really? I yeah, know it was like, like that. They settled. Uh, that quickly. Yep. So, all right. So you got the details. Let me hear. Oh, I don't have the details. I know they settled. I don't know how much they said. They said it was a um, it was like a secret thing. Secret. Yeah, like nobody knows. Man. So all right. So so let's unpack it. This. So the fact that the allegations come out, right? The settlement comes quickly. Mm -hmm. What can we be able to divulge from this that that we're not accusing whatever, but we just talking about it. So if you settle that quickly to me, it sounds like you got something to hide and you just, and it's a lot going on around you right now that you're just trying to keep shit quiet. Mm. Eight figure settlement. Wow. So yeah. she got the, so she was asking for 30. She might've got 15. Eight. Yeah. She was asking for 30. That's eight. Yo, the thing is though, I, I read somewhere else today that too, that it went out the window. It was over. There was no open investigation on him in New York. Mm. They they said that they um, the district attorney that was like somebody inside 
had false information as far as it was something something open against him. Right. So I think they're trying to clean up everything right now. Basically, yeah. if that's the case, if they settle, then they're trying to clean it all up. So this is kind of kind of like in the the it's hodgepodge. Like, yeah, this is all like hodgepodge cleanup. Dog is hot. It's the hottest hottest name. Like like Usher is the hottest ticket in Vegas. Right. That's the hottest name. You don't want your name attached to right now. That's crazy. Bro. Dog is yeah fuego right Especially now. Especially now that the whole uh, Tupac thing going on. Yeah. yeah. No Nosferatu made that hot. Oh yeah. Jada's you out. Well, no, nah, not even Jada. What's his name? What's his name? Keefe D? Yeah, Keefe Keefe yeah, D. Yeah, he's the one that said, you know. Jada. But Jada also made it hot too. Yeah. She did. Nah, that's up. It's, it's, it's everything comes to light, bro. Like, he can't have no more, what's the names on him? No more eyes on him in none of these situations. Just, just looking dark for your boy. But, at the end of the day, you play with people. You know what I'm saying? You keep doing wrong business after a while. It shit ain't it. Yeah. It comes back and haunts you. You can't evade it. Yeah, it comes back to us all, doesn't it? At some point. Now, people have been talking about like the Diddy parties for years. Mm. That there's some real freaky parties, you know. Any fangs there? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, bro. I'm not. Trust me. I'm not Any holes in sheets? No. I don't have. I'm not that. Uh, I'm not at that. You know. In those conversations. To Yet. To those parties. No. <laughs> no. If you got it, like, if it's a certain caliber of person to, that you have to be to go to those parties, I promise you, I will never reach that. I know what the 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 title of this episode is going to be. I already have it. Plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy thing is too, like, Fifty been. Oh, oh yeah, Fifty been blowing that. Fifty, Fifty been sounding that alarm for a minute and saying like, "Yo, you man, weird man, yo, you want to take me shopping?" What? Yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Like he, he he been he been throwing it out there saying what type of time um oh boy's on. Know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's you know, hey, fifth ain't been wrong yet, man. Show me something different, man. You know what I find crazy? Like, Prince is like one of the freakiest well, you know, quotes, you know, air quotes, like freakiest dudes out there. And you never really hear like these crazy stories about Prince. But you're hearing it about everybody else. Prince was a gangster. Because right? Prince was a gangster. Prince was a gangster. But he was he was definitely feminine. Now nah, he was feminine, but I don't, feminine as fuck. I don't think he was dead. like, you know what I'm saying? I think he was just a smooth dude. You know what yeah, I don't think he was feminine. I just think he portrayed that to right. make people think about whatever. But behind the scenes, everybody who talked about Prince said, yo, he was that guy. Right. Yeah, nah, there was like nothing feminine about son at all. He, I think he was gender fluid, but he'd fuck you up. Facts. I don't, uh, I don't know. Respectfully, I mean, it's what it is. It looked, it looked like we were. Like, but you that. know, like, your own disrespect, he'll beat your ass, bro. Don't play with him. <laughs> fuck you up with a guitar. Damn. Come on. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> Damn, so I feel bad for my man, Diddy. Yeah. Nah, I don't. That's your man? Nah, I don't feel bad for him. You feel bad? That's your man? Why? Nah. He made good music. <laughs> make good music, saying. huh? Like, we were just talking about this earlier. You could be a dope musician. Yeah, make good music. That, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the person. Yeah. I'm just he made good music. You know, yeah? also came out. Danny D. Kane actually came out, and, like, the members of the group were actually talking about Diddy also. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people came out of Woodward. They rubbish, though. So, oh, what, what, they, got, they, got, they got no snake in the No. What's her name? Yeah, over there. Son, she's been letting it fly at him. Like, yo, mm -hmm. there was exchanges that... Because I didn't do a certain thing, I didn't get the look that I was supposed to get. 
Like she letting it fly. But Danny King was rubbish. Though. Nah, nah, Danny nah. King was fire. Wild. Wild. No, it was nah, you rubbish. Wild, and it was fire, bro. Rubbish, fire. Rubbish about them. Yeah, you are crazy. Danny King dial on same people. Rubbish. Wow. And Rubbish. Saint has a respect. Rubbish. Rubbish. Dial on for mayor. Don't get mad. Moving on though, moving on because there's there's some other topics we gotta get to real quick. That dude, what what's that employee that that blew the horn on Dwayne Martin and, and Will Smith? Bilal, brother Bilal. Yeah, he wilding. Y'all they wilding. Jada said that we're suing. <laughs> we're filing lawsuits. The crazy part about it is he did it on Tasha K's show. Right. She was just sued by Cardi B. Right. And she's claiming like, oh, I, I don't. She's have cat, enough, bro. I don't like hundred percent. I don't have enough money to pay Cardi. I need to go back to court to you know get this. She's do she does that on purpose, right. bro. It's it's all a it's all it's like the the Tucker Carlson effect. <laughs> Tucker Carlson goes ahead and says wild stuff on his show. They go into court. Oh nah, it's all satire. So it's all satire. Don't believe it. It's all satire. We don't care. We, we none of this stuff is real. Right. Now we're gonna talk about it. Is it plausible? I mean, they gonna leave my man Will Smith alone. That's what I'm saying. He's been through enough. Just stop. All right, stop. Listen, he's not the White Howard, and even if he was, that's his business, Listen, right? Did you see the uh, the old interview with MC Shan back in the days? No, enlighten me. But pretty much, he was talking about how he was originally supposed to be the first. Uh, he's he was supposed to be the first Prince of Bel Air, right? Before Will Smith, yeah, Dwayne Martin. Huh? Dwayne Martin? MC Shan. Oh, MC Shan, okay. Right. You know the rapper. But pretty yeah. much what happened is like Benny Medina, he said wanted to bend him over. And he wasn't with it, and he called him a bundle of sticks. Right? Mm-hmm. And then that at that point, he was out of it. Next thing you know, Will Smith is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's partying and hanging out with Benny Medina. <laughs> so now what MC Shan was pretty much saying was like, all right, I'm telling y'all my story. I'm not implicating any, you know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you my story and what happened. Mm. Whatever that man do is what he do. But I'm just telling you the situation at hand. And now this is a story from years ago. So. I don't like that. that that's an open-ended conversation. I don't like that. I don't like what you're doing with Will Smith. I don't like that. Okay? Listen, I don't like it. I'm He's not been doing enough. I didn't see it. He's been doing enough. Okay? You got you got a a vampire Nosferatu talking crazy about you, then they, now they want to defend you. Now nah, I don't like that, right? You want to know something else about Will Smith? What's up? Nas wrote, "Welcome to Miami." How's it make you feel? Doesn't make me feel anyway. It doesn't make me feel anyway. That's all I got. It actually makes sense, right? Who wrote "Getting Jiggy" with it? Because that was fire. Y'all, that was fire. It was definitely trash. No, 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 no. I do. Yo, I remember. Did I ever tell you that story about when I I bought the album? So I went to I uh, went to Sam Goody, oh right? God. You bought that album. Dated. I'm gonna tell you a story. When I was when I when that album come out, I was like, no one cares. It was like 11, 12. <laughs> so I went to Sam Goody, right? So I said, yo, I need the I need the, the Big Willie style, right? So I went hey, to the. Yo, that's the bro. name of the hey, album. Yo, stop. Stop. That is the name of the album. Okay. So the right? Will Smith album. Relax. Yeah. That's how you know I'm back in New Relax. Yeah, okay. That's how you know I'm back That's the name York. of the album. Yeah, okay. Right. So 
I put the out. Al- yeah, I, I hate you. I put the album on the desk, right on the counter, and the man, the man said to me, I verbatim. I never forget it. He said, "Yo, you sure you want this?" <laughs> oh, wow! I said, "What you mean, man? Ring on my shit. Ring on my Big Willie style, man. What you doing?" Yo, that just sounds wow. crazy. Wow. Stop just, saying that. Yeah, that sounds flaky. I don't. No, don't. No, don't. No, don't. No, don't. I stand on it. Right? That album was fire. Yo, come on. Stop talking, bro. Yo, damn, that was crazy. First was Diddy, now was this, yo. That was I'm crazy. start calling you Barry Newton, said, bro. You need to chill out. It. Yeah, that was crazy. Listen. <laughs> Your name ought to be Bright Howard Jr. <laughs> oh, man. Get him out of here, B. Yeah. Anyway, the album's fire. I don't care. I don't care what y'all say. They're going to leave Will Smith alone. All right? Moving on. Moving on. Yo. Cameron's a violator. Cameron's a violator, son. Like, there's that. one, there's a, there's a, I understand COE. I understand content over everything. I understand it. But you got to draw the line somewhere, son. You can't have the man's wife out there massaging you on, 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 on video, bro. Nah, May set that That's up. That's OD, son. May set that Yo. up. That's OD, son. May set that up, bro. Yeah, but May said he didn't think he was going to... Nah, that's OD, bro. That's I OD, bro. Nah, that's OD, bro. There's something y'all understand, bro. But she's a masseuse. Cam, Cam do shit like that. Cam is from the era of... I understand, he son. gets nothing beat. But that's foul, son. Yeah. But you, that's yo, great. That's great TV. You do something strange for a little bit of change. That's Joe Smith ain't do nothing to that man, so son. Let me, let me it ain't about you. him. Wait, it's about is Cam, wait, wait, is Cam wrong or is she wrong? They both wrong. Nah. 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 You know what that's like? That's like you being mad at the dude that your girl cheating on you with. That ain't his fault. That's her fault. They both get hands and feet. Hey. <laughs> it's just... A lot of hands and feet, bro. Yeah, they both get hands and feet. But yo, is, is Cam wrong or Cam Ron? Have some respect, bro. Killer. <laughs> she been on a crazy press run, though. Yo, ratchet press run. Yo, bro, bro. like I said last week, I I felt sorry for Joe Smith last week. I did until I saw the interviews with this ratchet woman. Like, she sounds like, bro, if you marry that, everything you get is on you, bro. Everything you get is on you. You went to bat for him last week. Huh? You put the house up. I said until I heard the interview. If you go back and listen to it, that's exactly what I said. I I support the man because he's like, yo, if they fell in love... She lied. She lied to him like, "Hey, listen, forget about all the stuff that I did in the past. It's all about me now." How can you forget about it? Right? Publicly. Then you see this. It's like, yo, I feel bad for the man, son. I, I really do. Crazy. I really do. It's like a sucker for love. That's me. Sucker for love. There's a lot of people out there like that, man. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he's not an innocent. He's an innocent bystander. We. I, I'm not gonna throw jokes at the man. I am. It's foul. It's foul. Hey, it's only worse if he didn't get the massage like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think she was putting no effort in for him. Feel me? Especially because the NBA money right now. He's probably a cuck. Nah, he don't look like a cuck. Cause he would have he would have signed that. He not he not like Adam Twenty Two. Adam Twenty Two just. Confident in what he like. Marketing genius. And figured it out. Marketing genius. Last topic before we get into some real stuff. 
how do we feel about Kim K being on the cover of GQ magazine? God, so over Kim K, bro. I need to hear from you because yeah, pull it a little closer. I ain't, I ain't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you about all of that. She is on the what, man of the year? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Look it up on your phone. I ain't know either. She's on the man of the year cover. She's on the man of the year cover. GQ. It's a man's magazine. Guess what? She, she's not a man. <laughs> not. Yeah, but they, 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 it's a, it's a play on words, obviously, right? Take off the W-O, and it's... And that's where we are in America right now. Right. This is it. We demasculated men in their exactly. own right now. Yeah, well, Caitlyn Jenner was woman of the year. She was a woman. Yeah, she's a woman now. No. She filleted her nuts. Caitlyn, Caitlyn <laughs> is not a woman. She filleted her beef, bro. She that does a, not make you a woman. In this in this day and age, it does. That yeah. makes you a you, transgendered person. You mix that with some chems, you're a whole woman, my boy. Facts. You can't give birth. Technically, you can, my boy. They'll figure it out. Nah, bro. Give them two years. Yo, figure, yo, it fi- hit, figure it out. Link up. You figure it out. See if you can. Yeah, I, I'm so done with it. Listen, Kim K is just... I don't, Yo, listen, son. I'm just happy Kanye. He won, bro. <laughs> he won. Yo, he didn't fall victim to that shit. And he got another one. He's good. He's over there. You know, you know, you know why Kanye won? And I just want to piggyback off of your point. He has he has a an agent inside. His daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, nah, she don't fuck with him. His and son and the son gives her shit too. His son is daughter wild. is the inside agent, so he will win mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. Agent Orange. Yeah, yeah, love it. Well, give her hell all her life. Love it. After the break, Thursday night football was very somber. I, I I don't like the state of the NFL right now because it's not a lot of good stuff going on. It really isn't. After the break. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. You see it? Yeah, yeah, we in the yeah. studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My oh, man yeah. Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast. Yeah, my man is What's up? Old Even. Old Even podcast. Yo, that ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this yo something. Old Even. Yo, you. Oh my God. What's up with you, man? Now you got. Well, that's a shout. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your podcast? All even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even pocket. 100%. He cool. Is he? He cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Is he? Thursday Night Football. Ravens win a blowout. What was his final score? What's it cool? I don't. I turned it off. I had to turn it off. I think it was thirty-four twenty. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even watch it. Yeah, thirty-four twenty. Thirty-four twenty. Lamar Jackson throws for two touchdowns. They play. They play a good game, but obviously the biggest story of the game: Joe Burrow out for the season with the wrist ligament. 
Mark Andrews out. Was he Mark Andrews out yeah, for the season? Yep, ankle injury. It, it, it's fantasy two, done. Two, yeah, it two is two big blows. Obviously, fantasy implications are are huge for a lot of people, but you know we've seen this season. It's been been a little weird. Like, there's no clear cut favorite for the MVP. Um, there's no real clear cut favorite for the defensive player of the year. There's no team that's really kind of separated themselves to be the clear-cut favorite. Obviously, people want to talk about the Eagles, how good they are, right? They want to say that the 49ers are one of those good teams. They want to even put the Browns in there, right? One of the best defenses in the league. But every team has a, eh. You know what I mean? Every team has a, eh. And the Bengals were one of those teams because they struggled without Joe Burrow for the first few games of the season. Came back. They won. They started to win. He started to feel better. They got above 500. Now he's out for the season. They're pretty, their season's pretty much over. But now it's like the bigger conversation that I want to have is about guaranteed contracts. We've seen that two quarterbacks with two of the biggest guaranteed contracts in the league are out for the season. Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow. That right there is why football is always going to be difficult to push that narrative forward. Is that Deshaun Watson is not the face of the league. Granted, Joe Burrow is. And if you don't have him spearheading your 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 ad sales, you know, people want to see Joe Burrow. He's Joe Cool. He's Mr. Cincinnati. He makes the Bengals go, and he's not there. The guaranteed money, all of that stuff, it just kind of in one hodgepodge, and it's just a big mess. It really is, because it's like, where do they go from here now? Where? Where do they go from here? They go with Browning. Yeah, but where does the NFL go? Like, how do they end up... Like, they got to be a way to kind of, I don't know, man, protect the quarterbacks a little, little bit better. I, I have no idea what, what what it is, but it just doesn't look good. You got two of your young quarterbacks out for the season. Just, like, just it, weird. It's oh, even oh, Aaron Rodgers out for the season. Um, bro, it's just, it's a contact sport. Like, what are you going to do? Like, it is what it is. These are, these are things that come with the game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't see it, and they've already changed the rules to 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 help the offense anyway. Right, you know what I mean? Like you can't do anything in football right. on the defensive side. So yeah, convert to flag. Now here's the other question, right? Here's the other question for 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 the Bengals. Is it time for them to get themselves a bona fide backup? This is the second season-ending injury that Joe Burrow has had in his very short career. He's had a myriad of other injuries in his very short career. As great as he is, they need to have a contingency plan because this might be a thing going forward that he may not be a guy that can be able to sustain or finish seasons. So do they need to go get themselves a high-quality backup? What do you think? I think they should. I yeah. mean, obviously, they don't have to wait till next season because who's available now as a free agent? I don't know, but 
I would say so. Emilio Estevez. Well, with the with the state of the game right now, I think every team should go and try to get a high quality backup. Right. True. You know, I don't think that's just which a lot of teams of, don't because of this current situation. Yeah. It's just that a high quality backup may cost you a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but it's worth the money. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it's worth the money, but you know how these coaches are. Yeah. Another thing too with them is if you don't run the system the way that they want it run, they just don't they don't abide by it. They just like eh. I'll just deal with what I got. You know right. what I mean? Like, you see that even with the Jets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, put it like this, though. The quarterback position eventually, I think, is going to turn into the running back position where it's going to be quarterback by committee. Has to be. Because this yeah. one, this is one year that, yo, there's so many teams without their starting guy. It's ridiculous. We can go from the Giants, Jets. Uh, Bengals, um, Browns, Browns, Vikings, uh, Vikings. Um, somebody else that that was us replaced. Um, Stafford was out. No, Stafford is in. No, Stafford was out. Stafford was out for Stafford a little bit. Was Stafford was out. Um, Las Vegas. Well, they never had a quarterback at the beginning. Of. They had Jimmy. Come on, have some respect. Don't start Jimmy. Bro. Jimmy G. The Saints. Yeah, their car, car missed the game. We're at a quarter. We're at a quarter of the whole situation. Like, so and you look at it, it's like it's literally happening all over. All oh, across the board. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, with the Colts. With the Colts. There we go. So it's it's continuous. Like it's on site. It's literally happening in real time. I think that role is going to be expendable. I think the whole league eventually is going to be expendable unless they move to fucking flat. Which goes back to my original point. Guaranteed contracts are a problem. They're a problem. You look at you look at the the Cleveland Browns right now. Based on the production that they've gotten from Deshaun Watson, yeah, they won the game against the Ravens and had the comeback victory, right? But have they really got their return on investment for that particular contract that they've gotten for Deshaun Watson? No. Throwing shoulder. And it's his throwing shoulder now. Right? So, yeah, he's going to make a recovery, but he's getting guaranteed money. Every penny he's getting. It's a concern. So, maybe it it needs to, I don't know if the, as the contracts go up, the responsibility of the quarterback position goes up. But how, like we were saying, how much more can you protect quarterbacks at this point? You lay a finger on their helmet, it's 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 a roughing the passer. Right? So unless, unless you're Lamar, because Lamar's getting tacked up, but he, because he runs so much. But even him, even him, he's gotten a big bag too, and it's like you gotta be nervous. Is the reason why the Baltimore Ravens were a little hesitant to pay him. So it's like I I understand that they want to push the game forward, but we're talking about a lot of money invested into the most important position in sports, and these guys are getting hurt at an alarming clip this season. It's it's something to look at. It's definitely something to look at. Well, so, like like Claw said, they're gonna be the new running backs. It's, I, I I don't think it's gonna get that extreme, honestly. Bro, yeah, like man. think about we'll see it. See more Taysom Taysom Hills. Like like think about mm-hmm. it. This is yeah. the the only well the player on the team who you already can't touch, and they're all, and they're all injured. So like what else what else can there be? And the kicker, the kicker is right. can't get touched either. You minute you touch, you glance, look at a, a certain type of way, 
you bump into him, God forbid, first down, first in like. Well, well I get it because goal because he's has he got his foot in the air. He's already off balance, you know. So I, I can understand that. Kickers don't even go to meetings. They're not a part of the team. God bless. <laughs> you tell that to my man. It's my man and um and the Ravens. Justin Tucker. Different. Has a respect. Hey, he go. My man is young. Hulk. My man Legatron has a respect. Let me just back off. <laughs> Cut it out. Nobody cares about kickers, baby. Come on, man. Kickers are great. Nobody that. cares. Kickers win no, fantasy games. That, you know, Maybe win they now. might go back to that shit that they was doing with Tebow when they was doing in the Wildcat heavy. Oh, like how goodness. they utilize more, what's his name? more hurt. Like how they utilize Taysom Hill on the Saints. Right. Like they'll probably do that for some plays to possibly try to limit their main quarterbacks from getting hurt. So like that the, the play that the sneak play that the, the Eagles run all the time. Like I be wondering a lot of times if Jalen Hurts is gonna get hurt. What do they call it? What do they call that play? How that that sneak play they be doing. What do they call it? The tush push? The brotherly shove is the real word. Oh, brotherly oh, shove. Yeah. That's Philly. what they call it? Wait, yeah. Yeah. Brotherly <laughs> shove. I just know it. They be running that sneak <laughs> play yeah. all the time. I don't want no brotherly shoves. Pause. Bro. <laughs> Pause. I'm good. That's jail talk. <laughs> flagrant. Very flagrant. Moving on. Jets watch. <laughs> now, before you go ahead and go into your spiel and you being a Jets apologist, which you are, it's just like what I said last week. It just... I hate being right. The report has come out that said that, you know, the Jets had a chance to sign Joshua Dobbs, and they did not. You know why they did not sign a Joshua Dobbs? Because they are attached to the hip to their failure of a draft pick called Zach Wilson. They, the management knows they screwed up, but we all know that when a management picks their guy, they're gonna they're, they're gonna go down with the ship. And that's literally what they're doing. Zach Wilson hasn't played terrible over the past few weeks. Has he made mistakes? Absolutely. Have they made mistakes to cost them games? Absolutely. He hasn't played terrible, but at the end of the day, if you can find a way to upgrade your quarterback position, no matter if there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers could come back, wouldn't you do it if your team is four and four or in the race like you're literally in a playoff race right now you're not you're not one of those teams that are looking for a high draft pick at this point you're in you're in a chase so why wouldn't you give your team a chance thank you appreciate it i apologize why wouldn't you give your team a chance i just don't i I don't understand the 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 rationale so i'll leave it for the jet fans to be able to give me that explanation Thanks for lowering in the roof on our apartment. Like, thanks. We needed that. No, it's... it's we I'm, live, already living in a four truth. by six, but, you know, now it's a little smaller. Um, you know what? Being that Brandon's here today, he is a longtime jet sufferer as well. I think that you should you should spearhead this. I think this is really good for you right now. Get your shit off. And then, um, you know... I'm Push the mic a little closer, Paul. Push the mic a little closer. Yeah. Listen... You already know how I feel about the Jets, bro. Like, Go ahead. Listen, man. Fucking Zach Wilson is terrible, bro. I don't want to listen to Chloe anymore about the, oh, the offensive line sucks. I mean, we already knew that. They do. 
But Sam Howell has been sacked like 44 times. And Sam Howell is that guy. 44 times is no excuse. He has no kind of pocket awareness. Right. He throws the ball all over the fucking field. The receivers don't know if they're going to get it. And the only receiver that gets fucking open is Garrett Wilson. Nobody else could break separation, but he don't know how to read plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's lost out there. Last year, you had a coach that benched him. Now this year, he has he doesn't have that ability. Something to me is going on behind the scenes to allow that man to, which, which, to keep to keep to keep. Which means that it's above his head. You can't waste that defense's season, bro. The defense is balling. You can't waste the kind of season that they're having and not go out there and get somebody that could Bridge the gap. Run an offense. Absolutely. Like it's, it's sus, bro. But it's being a Jet fan, so I wouldn't expect anything else. It's sus. It's definitely sus. Like for any Jet fan that wants to be a Zach Wilson apologist, you don't care about winning. Because the thing is, if there's a guy out there that can be able to, we saw Joshua Dobbs. They the the Cardinals signed him off the street, right? Went in there and started playing, balling. Then he ends up getting traded. Vikings literally traded him off the street. Days later, he has two touchdowns and a great performance and, and leads them to a victory. The guy can play football. Three touchdowns. Right. That's how much Zach Wilson has the whole season. If you can be able to get a guy like that, that's a pro. May not be the greatest quarterback. He may not be a starting quarterback for long term. He's going to be a quality number two, though. So for a guy like that, that's a guy that you need behind an Aaron Rodgers. You don't need a Zach Wilson. So for management to do that, to pass on that, just makes me makes me feel away, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's something going on. And it has to be exactly what I was talking about. That's their guy. They're gonna. They're never gonna admit defeat. They're never gonna admit that they were wrong, and they're just gonna go down with the ship, no matter if it cost them the season or not. How does that make you feel as a Jets fan, knowing that your management will tank your season? just because they don't want to be wrong. It'll make me feel that they're banking on year two. That's what this is going to make me feel. Yeah, year two of what? Year two of the Aaron deal, because that's all it is. And that's what they're banking on. That's the only only thing that can make me feel like that. You can't bank on that, man. Now, realistically. You haven't made the playoffs in how long? Are there a game... Two games out of first place in the division, they are. Does some sh- magical shit have to happen for them to do it? It does. They have to win the division in order to get to get in. Why don't you just back off, Armando? All right. right, let me let me just do what I'm all doing right. over here. They have to win two games, and two teams actually have to lose, and all that. Hey, it's a lot going on. All I'm going to tell you is this: fucking air is going to come back, bro. That's it. We not gonna be in it for him to come. Hey, why don't you just? Chill you know out. what I mean? <laughs> don't waste a haircut on that statement. All right. Listen, <laughs> they can't score, bro. I can't. I can't watch these games anymore. Like, but see, now, they can't score. But like, realistically, they can't score. I give you that. But these receivers ain't getting open either. Garrett Wilson is doing everything Garrett Wilson can. Hobbling off the field, come back on, catch one. Go to the blue tent, come back, catch one. Lazar's trash. We're going to call it what it is. Yeah, he's Who been, else he, is over there? I, he, I don't even know who's on the other side. Bro, he, he has been trash. But when you look at the tape, 
when they're open, he don't be hitting them. When he comes up in the pocket, he he looks clueless. And what does he do? Take a 17-yard loss for a sack. He won't even throw up the ball on a, on a fourth down to try to at least give them some sort of hope. He just does dumb shit. Like, he does not know what he's doing. I can't watch that shit every week, yo. That shit is that shit is crazy. I've never seen an offense that bad. I've never seen an offense that bad. I'm glad we got another Jets guy here. That's rational, right? Right. That's I'm rational. Because we have glad. to hear this nonsense right. every week. This apologist <laughs> over here. The offensive line is bad. It's not Jack. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you. What do you what do you say? He's rubbish? He's rubbish. I'm telling you. I don't know what tape you be watching. Yo. Man. Like I be watching he's game, Well, I don't know what you're watching. The man threw an interception to cost him the game last week. Did he not he do did. that? He did that. Did he not cost him the game last week? Yeah. So how can any Jet fan tell me that he didn't? There's only one that'll tell you that. Nah, there's many. Trust me. Claw. There's many that ju- that are just like him. Bro, I argue with him all the time. They drink that him. Joe Douglas Kool-Aid. <laughs> Joe Douglas has done a good job with putting this roster together. He's done a poor job with the quarterback position. He really has. Quarterback position and the O-line. And yeah. he's supposed to be an O-line guy. Right. That's the thing that's crazy to me. You let Mike White go. Should have paid him. That right there should have paid him. Complete disaster. Listen, as bad as Joe Flacco was, he wouldn't be better than, than oh, no. Zach Wilson right now with this yeah, defense. That's a fact. Oh, no. Joe Flacco's on his way to Cleveland right now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you're letting all of these quarterbacks walk. That's just a bridge to get your guy back. But here's exactly. the thing. Let's let's unpack nah, it. Right. No, nah, let's go. Let's let's leave it there. What is going on? We on. I just said what's going on. But beyond, like, all right, it can't just be that this is my guy and I don't. It's that, bro. That last year you curved him. Last year you curved him, so you don't just say, "Well, no, well, this is my guy this year because we got Aaron." No, I think if it was Salah's decision, it has decision, to be something, bro. If it was Salah's decision, it right. would be made. They I mean, left it up on the sideline. They bro. left it up to Salah last year. Salah benched him. Salah's not making the call this year. You can tell. You can look at him on the sideline. So it's politics he's over. Uh, yes, this is what I'm saying. I, last week, remember before the Raiders game. Yeah. What did he say? He said, "Yo, I can't call it." Matter of fact, I can't he call was it. On Michael K. Show and he was like, "I plead the fifth. Right. He's like, "I can't call it. I, I don't know." So he's on the hot. He's a, he, so you basically say he's out. I don't think he's, he's out. not out, but he. But if out. management says play him, he has to play him. Yeah. I don't think he's out. I think he's just he just doesn't have that control. Bro, right now. any other team with it with the with 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 a coach that's actually competent and they're understanding what's going on in front of them, they will say, "Man, this defense is great." Look at what the Patriots are doing right now, and that's gonna segue. In, like I'm gonna segue into that, right? But going back to the Jets, if you have a competent coach, knows you got a good defense, they're gonna be like, "Yo, son." What is holding us back? Got to be the quarterback position. I got to make a change. I got to see if there's somebody else that can be able to get that spark. Exactly. I can't keep playing this guy. And Mike White did that last Mike year. Mike White was that guy last year. So is it Mike? It, all right, granted, Mike White did do that last year. But is Trevor Simeon that bad? Yes. Yes. Is whatever hell. Of course. Whoever Boyle else is, is on the roster is that bad is that he, Tim, they can't Tim, play. Tim Boyle, of course he's bad. Right. Tim Boyle, Why that bad. Why don't we go get Strievler? Oh, here we go. All right, we got, next, moving next, on. Guys, moving come on. on. With next, me, what? next subject, man. Moving on. Streaking in the atrium. Let's moving this on. This guy over here, Strevler. I, oh, I have 
it's time to to admit it now. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I am done supporting Michael McCorkle Jones. Well done. I can't do it anymore. I used to Mac Jones was my guy, right? It was my guy. Belichick, I thought it was going to be a decent combo. You know what I mean? You have Josh McDaniels there. Josh McDaniels ended up leaving. Blah, blah, blah. They bring in Bill O'Brien. Right? All this stuff. I can't do it anymore. He is so bad that they have put him down to third string behind Bailey Zappi and Will Greer. He is no longer even the starting quarterback or the number two. He's the number three quarterback. He won't be dressing on Sunday. The locker room has decided, I've heard rumors or reports that they're done with him. From the immaturity that he shows on the sidelines to the poor play, the poor decisions that he makes. I just can't do it anymore. I don't know who's worse. Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? I don't know. Zach Wilson. Why don't you just back off? I don't Zach, know. Zach, I'm sorry, Zach. Why don't you just Zach off? Hey, he can still score points, though. Yeah, well, Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just back off? Sorry. All right. It's sad, man. It, it's sad that I have to come to this realization, man. You know, but it's time for them to move on. I think it's time for the whole New England Patriots organization to move on. Yeah. What'd I think say? Bill Belichick needs to go. Get him out of there. I think Mac Jones needs to go. Belichick over I think Bill O'Brien needs to go. He just got hired, but they need to get him the hell out of there. Like, get everybody the hell out of there and bring in somebody else and just start from scratch. Bro, your Wi-Fi ever messed up and you called tech support? What did they tell you to do? Reboot. Unplug the router. Yeah, facts. Facts. Nah, you're 100%. They have to because, listen... Six Super Bowls, credit to him, right? He had Brady, credit to him. It's time to reset because Bill Belichick, he cannot change his ways. He can't. He needs to upgrade his software and he can't do it. He is a floppy disk in a digital era. Right. He is. And he refuses to upgrade. What was he, like 74? I mean, whatever his age is, I don't even think it's his age. I just think I just think that it's his rigidness about his how he's very stuck in his ways about changing. You know what I think it is too, though. It's ever since I saw Robert Kraft hanging out with Meek Mill, that Meek Mill bullshit rubbed off on Robert Kraft, and then Robert Kraft got that rub and tug charge. Hasn't been the same since. But they won. I think they won after that rub and no, tug, didn't they? they didn't. Either way, I I, I just. I don't think Mac Jones will ever be a starting quarterback ever again. That was your man, too. That's my man, bro. Show, show us the tat. I don't have one. <laughs> but I can tell you that I, I just don't believe that he'll be a starting quarterback ever again. Like, this is this is it. This was his chance to, you know, have a solid career, not be a superstar, but a decent quarterback like a Kirk Cousins or something like that. But I think this is it for him. This is it for him. It, it's just, it's sad to see, but... That quarterback class looking really shaky. Josh Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Bo Jack Horseman is all right. But other than that, just 
Dry. So it's, a, it's a little sus. After the break, Stefan Diggs is completely done. I, I agree with him. I completely agree with him. It's time to go after the break. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for all even podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Stefan Diggs wants to go. He does. It's very clear when somebody's done. Right? When they're physically done with something, there's no more decorum. There's no more trying to keep the peace. It's like in a relationship, right? When you try to be cordial and somebody just really hates you, they're not going to be able to hide that. It's going to come out. It's going to be able to, you know, you'll be trying to be cordial and, 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 and be in a setting with people. And then all of a sudden, something will happen. And then you'll see the real person come out. Them trying to hold serve. Nah. Real emotions will come out. You drop a fork somewhere or like something is going to happen that's going to make that emotion spew out of you. Well, Stefan Diggs has been showing us this for the past year now. Playoff loss that they had, the frustration that he had, the uncertainty in the offseason that he was actually going to come back with the Bills. Then he came back with the Bills. Like, okay, everything's hunky-dory. I knew. Uh, it was just more about biding his time. I think now the Bills have gotten to a point, just like I was talking about the New England Patriots, is that it's time to, it's time to blow it up. Mm-hmm. This iteration of this team has ran its course. They they were good for three plus years. They were one of the best teams in the AFC. They got very close to getting to the Super Bowl. There's no shame in that. But I think this is it for Sean McDermott. They want to blame Ken Dorsey and fire him. It's not Ken Dorsey's fault. The problem is that you have a head coach. That's a defensive-minded head coach. I always talk about ceilings and potential. It's not his fault that he can't see the bigger picture. You need to go get yourself an offensive-minded guy that can be able to reel in Josh Allen. He makes too many mistakes. For a guy that talented, for a guy getting paid that much, he can't be making the mistakes that he makes. And that is the job of a brilliant offensive-minded coach to be able to create a scheme that's conducive for him. Stefan Diggs understands this. Where do you think his frustration is coming from? It's not necessarily with Josh Allen. It's the entire thing. He's like, we're never going to be any better than what we are. That realization is rough. Knowing that you'll never be any better than what you are right now, mid, why would you want to stay around with that? So it's only a matter of time before he decides to get out of there. Trayvon Diggs, his brother, who was a Dallas Cowboy, went to his social media and started to post things. I don't see that happening with Dallas. Could be wrong. I don't see Jerry making that plunge. But I think it is time to be able to part ways. Um, It's just Buffalo coming into the year, I think a lot of people had high hopes for Buffalo. I did. But we're starting to realize that that ceiling has been hit, that city, and they're not going to get any better than what they are. That city will only get as hot as the weather allows it. What would you call it? 
South Canada. South Canada. South, <laughs> South Ontario, I think. Yeah. In at South the Canada. Today, they're a, a, a city known for being cold. Josh Allen has been seeing ghosts all year long. And when you get on that Madden cover, it only shows you more. You want to throw shots at Josh Allen but support Zach Wilson? <laughs> I thought he was good. Shots fired! I thought he was good. He, see, you, you label somebody good but when they shit the bed. I told you from that boy was in college. I said he's he's all wrong for you. <laughs> he's all wrong for you, man. Listen, you you it's all you're, wrong. Your conversation, you're more of a jinx than a, a savior for when you talk about Jets quarterbacks. I like that. So I'm gonna need you to back off. That's fine. All right, do yourself a favor and just back off. <laughs> At the end of the day, Josh Allen was that guy. He was had big mom pause. He had Big Ben potential. He was playing like a physical quarterback yeah. that the uh, the NFL really hasn't seen since Big Ben. Right. At the end of the day, now it's like, I don't know if it's the hair. I don't know if it's. It's the fact that Brian Dable is not there. And at the end of the day, yo, he is not That's him. He he lost he lost a lot of that that energy. He looks, I don't know. Hey, teach. He has a lot, lost a lot of that energy because I think they all feel the crunch in regards to they're never going to be better than what they are. Yeah, like, knowing that, knowing that you're kind of going through the motions. Talent is okay, but they're just mid. They're just mid. That's and, all it is. This, yo, this just has to pan out. And if it continues to pan out, they just have a chance to make the playoffs. And I don't care about nobody says. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel bad for Stephon Diggs, but question. Where is the best fit for Diggs? Brandon. Kansas, Kansas City. I would actually, uh, I would actually agree. You with put that. him there; he is him. I would actually agree with that. I don't think they can afford him. They can. They can. They can't. They can't. They can't. They so can. The same reason why they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Right? They can't afford. They can't afford him. But I think that would be a great. Fit. That's the fit. Yeah, so we're talking. Yeah, we're not talking about financial fit. We're just talking about scheme. Yeah, I think I think that would be it. I think also too, I would love to see him in Detroit. Ooh. Him with that's Amon Ross St. Brown. That's my sleeper team right there. Lord. Detroit nice. That that, that him Amon Ross St. Brown and and, and Laporta as the tight end man. That's who I want. Jameer Gibbs, Montgomery. That's an offense. Yo, but if the Jets with a fire Salah, give me that offense. I'm gonna keep it real with you right though. Right there as that coach. I keep it real with you though. I'm telling you right now, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, he's he's wilding. Yo, he found a way to reinvent himself. But that, but do you see how you see what happens is that you can be able to look like, and that's why I think that there's hope for Zach Wilson. As bad as he looked, somewhere if else. he goes somewhere else that can be able to kind of placate to his skill set, he has a big arm. If they if they if they allow him to throw the ball a lot, maybe we'll see something else from him. But this particular team, he's not suited to be in New York one. And he's not suited to be on the Jets too. He's just not. I'll give you this, I, and this is not a this is not a, sh- a share or anything. Anytime I watch a Geno Smith game, some of me gets sick to my stomach, but the other side of me says, it "Must be nice to have a good coach." Yeah, and and thing is too, Geno wasn't gonna do that here. He wasn't going to do it here. It took him time to go to Seattle, sit behind that He's offense, too, right? learn that offense. And be ready to be the guy. Yeah, no. He sat behind he Russell sat. Wilson for a while. He sat, but he had a good coach that would develop a quarterback Correct. who creates quarterback. The New York Jets 
We are a defensive team. We are a defensive and run team. Our successes will come from the run game and offense, but our defense will always get us in the tabloids and, and always keep us in the push. Is this just Watson? Are we talking about the Bills? I mean, we're still going because we had the same conversation you just brought up. <laughs> Finish your beer, bro. Finish your beer, asshole. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's it's it, it comes down to having a quarterback that can develop you. The Bills did their job. They did what they could. But Josh Allen. Yeah, it's yeah. time It's time to go. It's over. Moving on. Moving on. Um, what is wrong with Saquon Barkley? The, you know what? Hey, let me get my shit on you. Ready? No. Doug Ed! He bleeds green deep down the side. Nah, he, come he's on. He's a Jets fan. You don't want to see that. What's, what's your favorite What's your favorite football moment, Saquon? Uh, 2009 when the Jets were in the... Yes, son. Because he's supposed to be over here, boy. I mean, that's fine. But the thing is that what I'm talking about is that he's like... You know, we're 2-8. and eight, But it uh, doesn't really feel like 2-8. and eight. I feel like we played better than 2-8. and eight. Oh, where? What? Show me a game. Two games against the Dallas Cowboys. You let them put up 79 points on you. Hung them. 79 points. Against the Jets, you played the worst football game I've seen ever. You had a guy named Danny. De- <laughs> you got a guy named Danny DeVito that didn't put, throw a pass for a whole, whole half. Where, where, where have you played well? I don't understand it. I listen, I get Saquon. I think Saquon went to the Derek Jeter school of blah conversations in, in the media. He's trying to keep it together, trying to be that leader. Bruh, it ain't working, man. We all know what this is. Giants are bad. Just admit it. As a leader, it would be better for you to say, we suck. Nicole, how do you feel? I don't. Got no emotion. <laughs> I don't feel, bro. That's, the, that's, that's what a leader should say. We suck, but there's, there's like seven games left. Let's see how we can be able to finish the season. That's it. Yeah, good luck. Don't try to tell me that you look better than two and eight. No, you don't. No, you don't. Rubbish. Now, I'm talking to you, GQ, Phil, you're a horrible team. Horrible. Yeah, boy. It's okay. I, I, to be real, I don't even watch the games anymore. You, why should you? I don't. So, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what's going on. Have you seen this guy, Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't care what his name is. I don't care what his name is. He's not a quarterback. Definitely worse than Zach Wilson. He not a quarterback. Quarterbacks throw the ball. Right. <laughs> he ain't a quarterback. But yo, the crazy shit is, you ever saw that game with, with, with the Jets and the coach was like, no. <laughs> Come on. Get out. It was fourth and one. He was like, you. Out. Yo, no they way. don't trust the man to even throw Bro. a pass. Yo, that Cowboys really? game was so sad to watch. Mm-hmm. It was really sad, bro. But Daniel Jones wasn't throwing the ball either. I understand. Let's, so let's be for real. Yes. Like, so Tyrod Taylor, Taylor threw the ball. But at least, at least Captain Taylor was, was, was balling. At least Captain Small Hands could be able to throw the ball and run a little bit. 
What does Danny DeVito, yep. what can Danny DeVito do? It was funny when Rush came in and just still just kept hammering away at him. OD. Oh, yeah, hold on. Pause. But I agree. <laughs> I thought they was going to put in Trey Lance, to be honest with you. I thought they was. Sure. Trey Lance would definitely look better than Zach Wilson. I'm not debating that. He's bad, son. I know. He's really bad. And it's not just what we were talking about. Right. Back off. Ooh, I like that. That's good. We still going to tell you how bad he is. Facts. Say something. Say something. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Nah, so, yo, <laughs> your man over there supposed to be on my team, yo. Take off your gold chain. Stop covering the logo. You got a freshie. Chill out, bro. Like, come on. Be on my team. What's up with you? That's all I'm saying. He's a realist. He's a realist. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, have y'all heard this Carissa Thompson? Who? So she's a sideline reporter for the NFL. Carissa Thompson was on a podcast and said that early in her career, she would fabricate sideline reports because certain times coaches wouldn't be available to speak with, so she would just kind of wing it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. So she would, So she said on the pod, oh, you know, I've, I've said this about... I've said this a lot, and I don't care. You know, it's not gonna get me fired. Or what, but it's like, then the backlash came, right? So we already know what the process is, what the timeline is. Comment made, backlash, walk back. She comes out and says, "Oh, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't lying. I didn't lie. I'm just saying that. You know, I I go ahead and and I look at the stats." And I see what the trends are, and then I just kind of put it into a, a, a summary and go go about go about it like that. You're still lying though. <laughs> like you ain't talked to nobody. Like, what are we doing? So now you got other journalists coming out and talking about yeah, there's a sideline reporter. I am offended. I'm offended. And 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 this is not the way it is. Here's the difference between, and I'm going to play it. I'm going to play the card now. I have to. If a black sideline reporter did that and said the same thing, how would that be received today? Man. That's what I'm saying is that, and I hate to be that guy, White privilege is a hell of a thing. Is that you can be able to say this and have no idea that what you say is going to have some ramifications because you're literally implicating the NFL that they're acknowledging that you're lying and they're fine with it. Central Park. Which... Yeah, which now implicates the other sideline reporters because now if you say this, why should anybody else believe that anybody else doesn't do the same thing? Maybe you learned it from somebody. 
So now everybody now has to now come out and get in front of it. I, I, I don't do that. I don't do it. It's not me. It's that privilege that you're so comfortable to sit on somebody's podcast and say that and walk it back. But go back to the original comments and listen to what she actually said. If you're an intelligent person, you can be able to articulate that the same way you did in the second walk back. Yeah, early in my career, I couldn't really talk to anybody. Wasn't available. So I just had to kind of piece things together. She wouldn't be in trouble today. But you felt the need to be comfortable and talk like, oh, nothing is going to happen to me. I'm Carissa Thompson. I'm protected by the hue. Hmm. Sidebar. I've heard that the Bengals are under fire too for not reporting that Burrow was actually hurt. He should have been on the um, injury list. Yeah. And the fact that he wasn't, they're under scrutiny currently right now. Yeah. Because he should have been on the list. They had a uh, they have a video of him with rocking a little brace and all that. That wrist was bad before that, and that's a wrist on the throwing hand. Yeah. So, some you know it's it's it goes false reporting is. It's not cool, guys. And I wish you would stop false reporting about Zach Wilson. He's <laughs> <laughs> a swell guy. Bro, the only and one false reporting about Zach Wilson is his mother's, it's cool. his mother's a good woman. The only one false reporting about and Zach Wilson is His only job is, cool. is to make sure Aaron gets back sooner. Unbelievable. 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 What's he going to do? Massage him? That's all he's good for. Bring the water and the towels. So that's high quality H2O. Right. <laughs> Rubbish. Now it's time for my irrelevant news of the week. You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch that? I mean, yes. they stink. Yes. Every week, we have some interesting ones. Found some good ones. Texas couple. Indicted for running playing board pyramid scheme during COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you guys have any experience with this. But I do. There were some people in my life that was pushing this thing. Yo, bro, you got to get into this thing, man, where, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a group like it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, people like somebody is doing it and then you can be able to be a part of it. And then you move down every time somebody gets out of it. So you pay your money and then you gotta, you gotta keep going down. And then you, you, you'll be able to, you'll be able to, to get some bread probably like in a couple of weeks. Yo, go make some bread. You mean like and I s- like a suicide. And I said, motherfucker, call me with this shit. No, <laughs> call me with this shit. Makes sense, right? So then I said, oh, I'm gonna get it off. Hold on, I'm gonna get it off. So I'm gonna tell a story. So I said, yo, this is a pyramid scheme. Nah, 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 ain't no pyramid scheme. Nah, nah, nah. This is something different. I said, okay. So I call my good friend Claw. I said, first dog. I said, yo. Listen to this. This is a such and such. This is such and such. So Claw listened to me and he was like, 
It's like an awkward silence on the phone, he said. Nah, man. That's a scam. <laughs> so me and him both started laughing because it's like, how can you not see this? Bro, it's, it's as clear as day. Mad people was doing this during the pandemic. Mad people. Hold on, correction. The pandemic. Yes. It was a pandemic. If you knew how to get it, it was there. Facts. It Yo. There, bro. No matter, and mind you, the people in my life, I would tell them, I would sit down with them, and I said, Yo, listen to me very carefully. I am not giving you a dime of my money. But if you want to go ahead and spend yours, go ahead. I'll watch it from here. So if you get rich, respectfully, go ahead. Never fucking happened. <laughs> Yo, this didn't shock me. Didn't shock me when I seen this come out. It just it made me chuckle. How why people are so quick to go into these schemes? I don't get it. Dumb man. It's as clear as day. Yo, you know what it looked like? You know. <laughs> You know that game that we used to play as kids with the with the with the thing you used to have like the the, the, the oh, words the on it. The yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, get that scheme shit out of here. Yeah, no matter what, that's just a the Facts. same shit. Right. You could have wrote five. You could have wrote the same word on five same different word. five different things would have came up. Pick a number. No. Pick a color. Right. Pick a color. Right. Right. Stupid. Right. <laughs> Fraud. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Come on, son. Like, yo, people get yo. You got <laughs> you got scammed by a kitty game. Who did that? Yo, mad people in Atlanta was getting away with this too. It was foul. It was foul. It was foul, son. It was foul. And y'all know who y'all are too. I'm not saying no words. Y'all know who y'all are. I'm not saying. I'm not implicating nobody. Like I said, what's the title of this episode? Plausible deniability. <laughs> That's what it is. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, man. Oreo customers believe company is being cheap after noticing cookies have less cream. <laughs> Yo, times is rough. Times is rough. Oreo starting to cut back and say, listen, we got to make budget cuts. Well, we got to make budget cuts. Well, they got the double stuffed and all, you know. I was gonna say. Yeah. So you just, got, you just got to get the right package, bro. So they get so they getting the wrong one. So the the original joints ain't, ain't the move no more. Nah, because you got the thins. You got the original. Oh, they got thins they now. Got the double thick. Okay. Uh, double stuffed or whatever. Dude, you got your mouth. They, got, right. Whoa. They, they got the most stuff. You ever seen that? Pause. Pause. It's just the name of the cookie. Double stuffed. What's, what's going on in here? The most stuff. That's Oreo makes that? It's Oreo, yeah. Yeah. It's like Cheetos. Now. Oh my goodness. I I keep telling you, man. Next one. The wrong podcast to have like uh, a, a segment where you're talking about cookies. Yes. 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 I mean it's 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 you know, it's an outrage. You gotta talk about it. Next one. What's the how, how you pronounce this girl's name here? Bree. TC? Is that it? Tacy? What? Says sex with Michael B. Jordan wasn't good. Oh, yeah, one of the 
I crushed a lot of girls' dreams today. Yeah. Now, as men, right? How do we feel if a woman puts your performance business on front street? Does it really matter to you? Or does it or does it matter? Don't bother me. Depends on the night. Depends on the night, right? Depends on it depends on the scenario. Some some days are Applebee's, other days are Roof Chris. Some some days some days you feel like LeBron James, some days you Anthony Davis. Some days you just don't want to play. Right. And sometimes you just don't care. That's it. Some days some days the words just shut the fuck up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I think that's my thing too. Just like you going you going to shame me after I done the. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. You gonna shame me after the fact? Come on now. You, so, day, you salty, right? In fact, exactly. But at the end of the the beginning of the next day, you smash Michael B. Jordan. Bitch. Facts. I'm going. I'm going for gold every opportunity I get. Facts. And I'm sure she didn't leave right quick after too. She probably spent the day with him too. So you you won't go and lie. Don't lie on the man. Don't lie it's, on the it's, man. What was, what was his <laughs> right. name? What's his name? What was his name in um, Black Panther? Take your gift basket. Uh, uh, T'Challa. Nah, it wasn't T'Challa. Nah, it wasn't T'Challa. Oh, it was, was Killmonger. Like Kill Killmonger. Killmonger. He was a king for four and five minutes. Facts. Some respect. Like, right. Come on, you're hot. You're, you're up there. <laughs> right. I right. didn't give you those little well cells on my body. You're good, bitch. Right. Don't you just back off. That's all I'm saying, man. It's, it's, it's a little hate. A little hate. No, I, hate I smelled that. that. That is my irrelevant news. Of the week. You gotta be kidding me! I mean, how do you watch that? I mean, they stink. After the break, some basketball talk. He has changed the game. Whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a ball mistress for you to go to. <laughs> and you're going you to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Grab him if, if you got him. If you got him. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid. Draymond Green suspended five games for putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold. It's not shocking to me that he got suspended the five games. What's shocking to me is that his reputation hasn't caught up to him yet. Like, we saw John Morant get suspended for how many games? Based on what he's done that's not really illegal off the court because it violates whatever NBA policy they want to put in there, right? How about being an all-time hack? <laughs> that doesn't violate any policies. How about getting ejected out of games at an alarming rate? How about being an irritant? How about being this dude that's just has this reputation of being, like I said, 
He, he's a decent, good defender, great defender view, but he's also a hack. So at this point, if you could be able to put somebody in a chokehold and only get five games, I need to understand the rationale because his reputation means that he should get longer, correct? Because he does this. He kicks people as a, he kicks people in the nuts. He does mad wild shit on the court. This just adds to the laundry list of things that Draymond Green has done on a basketball court. Hey, nobody was shocked when he did it. It was funny. Nobody was shocked. But five games. It just makes me, it makes the NBA just look like, come on, bro. Like, y'all just not consistent. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that make the NBA look like that. But um, fun fact, I guess in his career, he's been fined uh, like $2,231,000. Mm. And that's not even including the undisclosed amount for with the whole, what is it, the whole thing with Jordan Poole? Right. So that's a lot of money. A lot of money. Two over two million dollars in fines. Fines. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. I ain't mad at it though, man. Cause cause of who he did it to. Cause I fucking hate Rudy Gobert. Everyone son. does. Son. Oh my gosh. I'm fine with the five five games because of who it was. I really don't care. I so you don't think he should have got more? No, I'm saying yeah, but because it was Rudy, Rudy. Gobert, yeah. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. I can't stand Gobert, bro. I respect that. I just he I deserved it. That's just my thing. I, I just don't I don't understand that his reputation is what it is. He, Everything that he does from here on out needs to be extended for him to just stop doing what he's doing. I don't know, but I feel like he's the only one really bringing back that old school level of basketball where it's more physical, shit happens. It's in the you moment. can't do that in this era though, Claude. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, It's the fact that like anybody that watch, anybody that applauds him for that reason is the fact that he has 90 basketball style. It was a dirty game back then. Like it should still technically be a dirty game, especially in his position. If he was a point guard, that's different. If he was coming up the f- a couple of court doing that, that's a different conversation. Yeah, but the difference. But when you down there, you banging and you're and you're going against a pause. center. Or you, pause. That's wild, crazy. If you do that, like, and you're in those situations and you're scrapping for the ball, you should be able to scrap, and it shouldn't be under a microscope like it is now. I understand these brands are involved and these new logos are on the jersey. But some guys have to play a certain type of way to get an advantage playing basketball. Well, I it's it's a funny situation because I kind of get what you're saying because at the same time you can look at someone the wrong way and get attacked. Right. That's why. Draymond Green gets away with mad shit on the court. You, you you see how he anytime he gets called for a foul, he's jumping up and down. He's in the ref face. He. Nobody else can do that. Nobody else can do that. Look what Giannis got the other day. Right. Yeah. Just by staring. That That was crazy. And mind you, Giannis is a superstar. He's a top four player in the league. That was stop and frisk. I have right. not. I have <laughs> not watched the game since that. Since happened. that, yeah. Since that happened, I have not watched the NBA yeah. game. That yo, that was That's, complete stop and frisk. That yo, was honestly, PTSD for us growing up. Facts. Honestly, I the, felt the, the way refs, with that. The refs ruin the games, bro. The refs, no, the refs ruin every game in but, every sport. But this is what I'm trying to tell you: is that how can that be one extreme, right. and then you have this? emotional ass player that can be able to just be out here doing nonsense <laughs> aren't the referees supposed to be the ones that say you need to cool out and if you don't you. cool out then i'm gonna give you a tech if you don't cool out i'm gonna th- like 
if he gets more of that, maybe he will cool out. But if he can be able to just behave the way he wants to, where's the consistency? Right, there is none. There is none. I don't think there's consistency yeah. in, in uh, officiating. No, no there isn't. The officiating sucks. I all think, all I across think the board. It's, everything is more, this is, you know, hey, get your hat on, let it be metal, don't let nobody zap you. This is all coming down to it being more rigged by the sports books. I think the sports books run officiating. Everybody has to make their nut. You're not going to do that on the show? <laughs> we, are, we are not going to do that, okay? What, state facts? No, this is not facts. It's not proven. Uh, what about that ref? What's his name? Donahue? Donahue, yeah. Yo, yeah. come on, man. And they, you know how I felt because I was a Kings fan back then. They so cleaned they, it up they, after they, that. They wait, clearly wait. got robbed. So. The Kings had fans? Yeah, I was one of them. I was a Weber. He I was, was a only Weber. a Kings fan because he hated the nah. Lakers. That's, that's all it was. No, nah, that's not true. Wow. That's not true. Because you know I was a big... Hold up. I was a big Mitch Richmond fan. You knew that growing up. My condolences. I don't care. I was my guy. <laughs> that was my guy. You got a pair of Air Bacons? Yeah. I do. I got three pairs. Let me get a pair. <laughs> Red, yellow, and Chris Webber was hard though. Facts. The ones with the dinosaurs, dinosaurs. the fire, fire. Yeah, was, I seen it, bro. You wanna know so something so crazy? I swear to you, I was gonna put them shits on today. I swear to God. Yeah. Then I said, Nah, I'm gonna put some Crocs on. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to everything, bro. I was gonna throw them shits on. Adele, you went, you went from. Chris Webber's to the, the cross. cross. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get extreme. it. That's I respect so crazy. it. That is so crazy. I respect it. Of yeah. all the sneakers. I don't, I don't get that type of drop off, but yeah, you know, that's that's a drop off. I, I respect the decision, but it's just like, hey, all right. Fang does what Fang does. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. You ever had that friend that grew up together and super talented whether it be basketball baseball rapping whatever it is right it's like yo you need to get yourself out there more you need to be around people that are actually doing this like don't just play ball with us you need to go go to the big park you know what i'm saying go to bryant park go to this park go to Go to all these parks. Go to West Forth and really go ahead and see how you stack up against real competition. Because on the block, you the man. They go to that particular arena and they just get engulfed by the atmosphere. They get engulfed by all the other good players that are there. And they kind of, they don't meet the expectation. They're just the guy there. So the the man on the on, on the block, just the guy when the competition gets higher. You look at those guys and you're like, if there's something not there, there's something missing. There's not that gear of when there's heavy competition here, like that that light goes on. They kind of shy away from that competition, right? Anthony Davis is that. Anthony Davis is a guy, he's a block runner. He's a dude that looks good around his peers, around guys that look up to him, that are not physically imposing 
like an Anthony Davis. So he can look better against guys that are not his level of talent. Go ahead and go look at the stats. Anytime Anthony Davis plays a team like Portland or he plays a team, any of these teams that don't have a legit power forward or center, Anthony Davis looks like he's the greatest player that's ever walked the planet. But go look about when he plays elite competition. Giannis, Sabonis, the MVP Jokic. It keeps going on. He never has a good game. And if he does have a good game, it's very few and far between. Fun stat. Did you know that Anthony Davis is 0-8 against Sabonis? Mm-hmm. Did you know that every game that Sabonis has played against Anthony Davis, he's outplayed him? Would you consider Sabonis a top five power forward in the NBA? No. Would you think? Would you consider Anthony Davis a top five power forward in the NBA? Before he became in the Lakers, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Block runner. Anybody who's less talent, Anthony Davis is going to puff his chest out and he's going to be on the court. I'm back. And somebody that's the same size. Same athletic build, same skill set. He tends to just disappear, fall in line with everybody else, and not stick out. So if you're a Laker fan, we just talked about the Buffalo Bills. Ceiling. You're never going to be as good as what you are right now I saw that last year we were on the phone with the Nuggets and the and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals and I said listen this series is very close it was decided by margin of error mistake here mistake there Nuggets were the ones to to, to have have enough to move on respect to them right they will never be better than what they were at that point. Because you have a guy. That when the lights are the brightest. He just becomes a guy. So what should the Lakers do? Can you continue to go down this path. Knowing that. You've hit that ceiling. There, there, there is nothing else here. How do you You've reset? seen it all. I was saying get rid of him last season. You've seen it all. But how do you reset? Who do you trade him to to, to start that? Your guess is as good as mine. Lakers management won't trade him. We know this. So if we're playing fantasy GM. What's the way to, to fix this? Don't trade Anthony Davis. Don't trade him. You need to add somebody else that can take his spot. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't trade him. Let him fall to three. And you know the guy that they should go get? Zach Levine. Zach Levine will be that guy because Zach Levine, as often injured as he is, got that dog in him. It's a player. Can score, can defend a little bit, great, decent shooter, right? It's a wing guy that can be able to 
athletically compete with other wings or other wings in the NBA. So if you get a guy like that, you get a DeMar DeRozan, those guys you can be able to put Anthony Davis where he belongs to being just a guy. So when you're just a guy, you can go ahead and have your 15-point nights. You can have your 35 and 20 nights. They don't need you to be the man every night anymore because you're not going to be relied upon every night to be that guy. He's just not that guy. He's not. He can't do it. Everybody looks at numbers with Anthony Davis, right? Oh, he's 26 and 10 for the season. Those are averages. It's not like you're averaging or you're scoring 26 points a night. It's not the way it works. It's a law of averages. You have 40 points one night. You can have 17 points another night. It's the law of averages. That's the problem, is that there's an illusion with Anthony Davis that many have. I think they're starting to catch on, though. Especially in Laker Nation, a lot of Laker fans are done with him. Because, like I said, they understand that ceiling. They understand that this is as good as he's ever going to be. And the later he gets in his career, the worse he's going to look. He's 30 years old. If he's this inconsistent now, what is he going to look like in the next three or four years? And he can't stay healthy. And he can't stay healthy now. That's why I'm, I, that's why I don't see that fit with Zach Levine either because you really want two injury-prone stars in, on your lineup? I would rather trust Levine than I'd trust Anthony Davis. I think Levine, yes, I agree with you. There is some concern in regards to injury, but I am willing to take a chance with him than I am to see Anthony Davis anymore be the guy that you have to rely upon because we have a 40-year-old player that's still killing right now, which is nuts. And Anthony Davis is literally wasting For the last two and a half seasons, he's been wasting productive LeBron James. That's the problem. Can't trust him no more. So, as much as I love my Lakers, I am like a Buffalo Bills fan right now. I understand that it may not get any better than this because of who you have. So that's why these young guys that they have, they may have to package them off. If it's not Levine, it has to be somebody else. Moving on. Moving on. I need the media to stop throwing shots at Mark Jackson. It's enough already. Shouts to Stephen A. Smith. He was on his show and had a segment defending Mark Jackson, saying that he's known Mark Jackson for a while, and whatever Mark Jackson did was 10 years ago. Whatever the rumors are, 10 years ago, that doesn't warrant the man to not be able to get another coaching job. He's gotten close, but there's always something that happens. Some report happens, some report comes out, and he doesn't get the job. The latest report is that 
he was barred from MSG after not receiving the job from the Knicks. So then he took to his, I don't know if it was Instagram, but he took to his social media and he said, enough is enough. I've let y'all talk for 10 years. I haven't said a word. Go ahead and go check back. Mark Jackson has said nothing. Not a word. All of these reports have come out, not a word. He said that he turned down the Nick job because it just wasn't the right time, logistics, and fit in regards to him being like a, he was, he was going to be a backup announcer for when Clyde is not available, right? Just wasn't a good fit at the time. So why does that particular thing have to be spun the way they spin it? Have you ever seen anybody have this type of attack for 10 years? We've seen Ime Udoka have literally cheat on Neil Long in the public eye that nobody should have even knew about, right? Shouldn't even have been broadcasted. Shouldn't have been a report. That's not something to be able to, it had nothing to do with basketball, right? We should have never knew about it. But we knew about it. He loses his job. And bingo. He's the head coach of the Houston Rockets. Just like that. But Mark Jackson, the reports are he, he was pushing religion in the, in, the, in the locker room. He was hard to work with with management. That's the only reason why you don't have a job now? Sounds like code word to me. That's my problem. Is that enough? This is one of the best coaches I've seen. He developed Steph. He developed Clay. He developed Draymond to where they are now. If you hear those guys talk, they give him credit no matter when they're asked that question. It's the same response. Mark Jackson was the guy. Shouts to Steve Kerr for being able to pick that up and molding it and creating a dynasty. But that man deserves his flowers for giving them the confidence that Steph never had. Steph's career was floundering. He couldn't stay healthy. Clay was a rookie. Draymond. Enough. I need some NBA team, some executive to just give this man a chance. Grow some nuts. And say, screw whatever media relationship I have, I'm signing this man because he's a motivator. I see all of these other head coaches get jobs. Dan Tony was a, was a retread for years. Thanks. Doc Rivers, for years. I've never seen one man get so much tread out of one championship in my life. Mark Jackson can't get another shot? More son. Enough. After the break, my favorite segment. Not favorite, but it's, it's getting close. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Why am I wearing this coat, Brandon? Why? You might know. You might not know. But I'm going to tell you. It's for the new segment. Dehumidifiers and space heaters. Yes, 
Shouts to the LA Clippers. This is what we do here, right? I put the coat on because it's symbolism for the basement. You got to stay warm in the basement. So you got to get the space heaters and the dehumidifiers out. Hey, Clippers, what happened? They just won tonight. We're recording on a Friday night. James Harden hits a game-winning three. Four-point play, they win. You should have seen the celebration in Clipperland. They look like they won the Western Conference Championship. That's how desperate they were for a win. I get it. I understand, right? I get it. Here's the problem that I'm having, right? Is that people had hit me up today. It was like, oh, did you see the news? Yo, I respect that, man. Dude's a teammate. He do exactly what you need him to do when things is hard. Respect to Russell Westbrook. He chose to go on the bench. <laughs> ah! So my rebuttal was, oh, did he now? Chose. So he was the one that went to the coach and said, hey, I think it's time for me to go to the bench. I always love these reports because it tells you more than what it should. Right? We all see the reports when you see somebody amicably part ways, right? Head coach steps down. You know what that, you know what that's code word for? Motherfucker got fired in the back and he said, all right, cool. This is what we're going to do. We're going to say that we mutually parted ways because we like you, Right? Ty Lu said, guess what? Your ass is going to that bench. Because how I got convinced to start James Harden and Russell Westbrook in the same lineup, somebody needs to shoot me. I don't know who thought that was going to work. I remember sitting here, and there was a gentleman sitting in your seat, GQ Phil. His name is Lynx. Shouts to Lynx. The man sat there and tried to combat me about Clippers information. And I said to him, in what, on what planet is starting Russell Westbrook, James Harden, going to work? It didn't work in OKC, so they had to have James Harden come off the bench. It didn't work when they went to Houston because Russell Westbrook can't shoot. So now you're going to fast forward years later. Russell Westbrook's shooting has gotten worse. And this is the time to pull the trigger and say, we're going to do it again. <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. So Ty Lu said, your ass is going to that bench. But I like you. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell the media that you said you're going to volunteer to go to that bench. I love it. And listen, I don't care what happens to my Lakers. They can win 40 games this year. They can lose 50. As long as I get to watch the Clippers implode on themselves, it's going to be Christmas come early for me. I've told you guys several times, I wish this to happen. I did. I wish two things to happen and it happened. So maybe I have some powers here. Maybe. I said that Chris Paul will end up 
on those Golden State Warriors, and he ended up doing it. Black Cat Paul's a warrior. They're six and seven right now. James Harden, I said, hey, nothing would please me more than to see James Harden on the Clippers. They're now four and seven. I hate being right, but I love rubbing it in. I do. I do. So, what does this tell me in regards to the season? Are they going to go on a run? Of course, it's basketball. Every team is going to figure it out a little bit. We're not saying that the Clippers are not going to make the playoffs. Of course they are. They always make the playoffs. They're the Clippers, the new Clippers. Not the Clippers that we grew up on, right? The laughing stock. They've upgraded a little bit. They have Steve Ballmer, the guy who sits there and grabs thighs on the sidelines. That guy. <laughs> 10,000 bathrooms. That guy. Right? Flager. Goes ahead and builds a new arena in Inglewood. And there's going to be great concerts. It's <laughs> going to be great concerts there. Huh? Volleyball tournaments. Badminton. You know what? Came out basketball over there. So he got that, got the support, right? But what are we going to see when it comes to playoff time? I am not a, I'm not, a, a, what do you call it, a, a fortune teller. I'm not. I am somebody that looks at trends. You know how stocks, you know, people who study stocks, they look at trends. They see exactly what's going on. I am studying a trend from the time that I was nine years old to now. There's a trend. Death. I understand that at nine years old, people die. Right? I remember seeing my goldfish get killed by my swordfish, and I was like, Ma, what's wrong with the fish? He's upside down. And she's like, son, that that's just that's just the nature of life. Things die. Taxes. Remember when I had to pay my first taxes? I was just like, yo. They took out mad money from me, fam. Like, I don't even make that much, and they still took that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I knew, I realized that this was going to be a thing going forward in my life. The Clippers being jokes. I knew from nine years old that, that too, was something that would follow me my entire life. So why would I now think that it would change? It won't. This is the team that's the only team in the NBA that has four stars on it. The bench is weak. They played a lineup last the, uh, the other game against the Nuggets where they had Kawhi Leonard guarding Jokic. Jokic cooked his ass. Then they put Paul George. On Jokic. Cooked his ass. While Zubac is on the bench. Watching. Only big man on the team. He not playing. This is what you do. When you're desperate. I keep telling people this. When you have not had a girlfriend. In so long. And some succubus comes along. And she's the worst person on the planet. You will accept it. Because it's like yo. I don't know when the next one's going to come. I don't know when I'm going to get the next chance to have 
some consistent boxing in my life. I'm going to have to take this risk. This is what Steve Ballmer has done. He has went to bed with the girl that hates his guts. He bought the team as Jinx. So I, in closing, will say, I'm going to support the Clippers this year. I'm going to support them. I want to make sure that they stay healthy. I want to make sure that Clipper fans feel good about themselves to know that they have Russell Westbrook coming off the bench now. They got James Harden hitting game-winning threes. They got Steve Ballmer grabbing thighs and being excited. They got all of these things happening. Clipper Darrell, all of the Clippers fans out there excited. They're going to make a run now. Up to the point where it gets snatched away in the playoffs because Clippers do what Clippers do. And just like the story that I told with death, with my little goldfish, taxes, I was 19 years old and he just took all my money. And I knew that this was going to be a thing going forward for the rest of my life. And the Clippers being jokes because they always, always tend to choke. So... Moving on. That was pretty good. I don't know. I know I know it was. I know you like that. Moving on. What is up with your man, Brian Cashman? Oh, man. Now, listen, I'm not a Yankee fan, but what he said about staying, I'm, I'm just gonna get this off and then you can go. Yeah, he's wild. I have been very critical of Brian Cashman for decades. I thought I've thought that he's been over the hill for years, right? He's very into himself. He knows exactly. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He, he, he likes to go bargain bazaar shopping and thinks he can be able to find the next stud in some garbage pile. That's what Brian Cashman does. Oh, we're going to protect the payroll. We don't want to spend. We don't want to spend. Yankees have spent. That's what they do. All the years when George Steinbrenner was here, spend. And when that doesn't work, spend more. That's how they've built their dynasty. Getting the best players. All of a sudden, now you don't get the best players? What do you think was going to happen? Not going to win. The last time the Yankees won a World Series, you know what they ended up doing? They got the best players. They got CC Sabathia. They got Mark Teixeira. They, they, they signed mad players that, that year. And what ended up happening? They won the World Series. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shocking. Oh. What? I don't understand. It's not rocket science. It isn't. So my thing is that although I've said that he's been overrated or whatever it is, not this time. You didn't expect me to say that. I think that Brian Cashman is right. For the first time, I actually believe he's right. What he said about Stanton is messed up, right? But is it, is it not true? This is a player. It's breaking down. He's a talented guy. When he's healthy, he's one of the best power hitters in baseball. But he is going to get hurt. So what is going to be the plan going forward for a guy like that? How can we be able to keep him healthy? I don't knock Cashman for saying that because it's true. So for, for, the, for, the, for the agent... Yes, the agents are going to have to come out and defend his player, right? Say, listen, 
you know, there's a lot of things that go on in New York that you got to deal with. This is just another one of them. He also represents Mr. Yamamoto. He's not wrong, but is this going to kind of, you know, slow down players' interest in joining the Yankees? I don't necessarily think so. The Yankees are the Yankees. People, if they want to be a Yankee, they're going to be a Yankee. It doesn't matter what Brian Cashman says. But is how he's not wrong. He isn't. I think the honesty that he's starting to spew into the media, it's refreshing. It's not necessarily wrong. How do you feel as a Yankee fan? Please tell me. I think Brian Cashman's an idiot. <laughs> Straight up, bro. He, he's he's an idiot. Like, yeah. First of all, I get what you're saying, and I understand, you know what I'm saying, what Brian Cashman said, but you look like an idiot because you traded for him. Right. So why would you say something like that when you traded for this player? Right. This injury-prone player. When you, and you traded for him, he was injury-prone back then, and he was younger. Correct. So, to me, it just, it don't make any sense. Yeah. You're you going to talk trash about the player that you traded for? Right. And now everybody's looking at you because you created this mess. Right. Nobody created this mess but you. Because you wanted to win your way. Right. After Steinbrenner died. You I agree. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to win your way. Your way hasn't worked in how many years? 14 years. So... You don't think the problem is you? And then you don't understand why people are getting at you now? He has no common sense. Yeah. This is all his doing. I think he has common sense. I think I think he doesn't care. Like I said, I, I, mean, think, it, yeah, I think it goes he's, back to the hubris thing. Cashman right. Because he's going to live on his reputation from the past. Correct. And the Yankees are traditional. Right. They're old school traditional. They're they not even changing up their facial hair. They kind of like the Steelers. They don't. They don't fire guys. Nope. But Cashman need to go. Yeah. Everybody need to go. Him and Boone. I've been saying it for years. Him and Boone need to be a package deal out the door. Send out the door. Packing. Send them packing. Like you know how I feel. Like I've always said it since day one. But Cashman, nah. I, I need a. I need a. I need a new regime. Yeah, I agree. I. I, I think it's just. You know he can he can tell the truth all he wants, but man, it's just uh, it's a reality. But he needs to, just like we talked about Bill Belichick, he needs to update his software. He does. Thoughts on Shohei Itani? Where does he land? Dodgers, probably. I so, don't. I don't really see anywhere else. You're going Dodgers. I think he's going Dodgers. Dark Horse is. I think him returning back to the Angels on okay. less years for more, you know, for more annual per sal, you know, per year. That's what I could see him doing on with the Angels. Right. If it's not the Angels, I think he's staying in Cali. I think he, I think he, I think he'll go to back to the Dodgers. Honestly, I, th I think my dark horse for Shohei Itani is the Red Sox. Why the Red Sox are terrible? They and I'm not saying it because I'm a Yankee fan. I'm just saying it. They're, they're, they're bad. There's just something about that team where. Great coach though. Great coaching. I think they have they have a decent nucleus that they can build on. Um, you know, I don't know how how strong the Asian community is out there, but he's looking for somewhere to compete. I I, I mean, the fact that they signed I can't remember the guy's name. Um, the hitter for the Red Sox, Japanese guy. I know you talk about. Yeah, that may. 
give him a little bit of comfortability because he, he played well, he was accepted, you know, he was embraced. So that might give him some type of assurance that when he gets there, everything will be fine. Um, I think Shea wants to win now, man. Like he's he's. he's I think he should be. Player, cons- yeah, like, I think he should be. He's gonna want to go to a win now situation. I don't just. I don't see Boston being that team. What about Texas? I mean, we both shitted on Texas when the Grom signed in. I mean, listen, I, listen. I, I, I'm. I am not. Shouts to them, right? Shouts to them. But let's keep it hundred. Like this, that team. I I seen the Cardinals win the World Series, win eighty three games. That, that that don't mean nothing to me. True. Bruce Bochy is the one that won that damn World Series. Bruce Bochy is a great man. He's the he's, he's a goat. He's a goat. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's all analytics out the window. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen again. It's actual coaching. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. It's actual coaching. I agree. And he's the only one left. That we is. we had one and we let him go. But um, yeah, this place. Yeah, I think Shohei. If listen. Nobody's going to be able to outbid the Mets in regards to money, but I don't think he cares about the money because he knows nah. he's going to be able to get the money. He's a winner, bro. The he, problem he with him, yeah, win. the problem with him is that he realized winning back-to-back MVPs, winning 10 games as a starter, hitting 40-plus home runs as a hitter, and not getting anywhere close to the playoffs made him realize, I can't do this by myself anymore. As great as Trout is, I can't stay there because we just don't have enough. I need to go somewhere that has a collection of really, really good players. And I can just be able to just do my thing, whether it's going to be two-way or I got to just hit for a while until I get healthy. Right. Like, he he just wants to blend in and be a guy, not the guy. Because he's been an attraction for years now. It's going nowhere. Now I think he wants to just be a part of a team that he can just kind of blend in with with other great players around him, right? Right. right. He's always going to stick out as being, you know, the unicorn, but he just wants to blend in with other great players. And being on the Dodgers, the Rangers, those teams will kind of, you know, quell that desire for him. So I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I would love to know. I would love to see him be on the be on the Mets, but, oh yeah, I know. Listen, you know I would love for him to be on the Yankees too. But yeah, anyway, he's only playing one position yeah. this year, yeah. and that's DH. Facts. And you can't get rid of Stanton, so facts. Where does he? Where would he play? Where would he play? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that sucks. Nah. Moving on to the greatest segment on the planet, WWE. Coming. Yeah. Every week I go around the room and I ask, who, who is the dummy of the week? That's my dummy right there, Fang. Two drink minimum. We got. All right. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know the woman's name, but um, apparently she went. Uh, she had a hen party in Amsterdam. A, wh- a what party? A hen party. Oh, you're gonna party? have to explain what a hen party is. A hen party is like uh, let's say you, like like a bachelorette party, where like all the ladies get together and have a good time. You know. Okay. And. Apparently, her father was on vacation also in Amsterdam at the hen party. And it was at one of these clubs where there's like glory holes. Oh, shit. All right, stop. Going. Stop right here. I see where this is going. Turns stop. out. Stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> just suck the daddy's dick. Oh, 
Oh wow. I didn't see that. I didn't know. Yo. 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 Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> no words. Yeah. That's yeah, that no That's words. Crazy. No That's words. Crazy. Oh wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yo. <laughs> And apparently, like this, that's so that's what happens at this club. Like it's like they have like screens yeah. set up, and you go behind it. You know, there's a hole. So hold on. So they got to be more to this story. How, How did he know? know? I got to go into detail, like read the whole thing. But you got take right. time. Take All your right. time. We'll move on if somebody else got a dummy. All right, Cole, you got one. I need to know. I need to know details. It says, uh, a voice note regaling the jaw-dropping details of a hen party going wrong has been deemed so traumatic it sparked an investigation into the claims. People around the world have been horrified by the disturbing uh, screen recording of a conversation between two female friends in the UK after it was widely circulated on social media. Those unlucky, unlucky enough to have stumbled across it while scrolling were, were left reaching for a sick bucket as it recounted uh, the sordid details of a woman who accidentally engaged in a sex act with her own dad while at a bachelorette party in Amsterdam. The two family members were said to be on different trips visiting tourist destinations when both unknowingly took part in a, part, a popular sex club attraction, uh, which takes place behind the screen. The obscene blunder quickly gripped uh, the internet, eventually catching the attention of an investigative journalist at Vice who set out to unearth whether, you know, the hard-to-believe incident was true. In order to get to the bottom of the ordeal, Jordan Myers contacted four venues in the city's red light district that contained areas where attendees could receive sex acts from strangers without seeing who was performing them. Uh, as per the story, the father and daughter involved were allegedly able to push a button to reveal whom oh, they were man. enjoying. Dirty business! <laughs> Dalliance with. Whoa! Oh. Uh, which enabled Myers to narrow down the search to just one venue. Is there a button you can press to see the person on the other side? Uh, Myers can be seen asking the popular sex club in the video. And yes, with just one word. Her, her horrifying story of a woman accidentally pleasuring her dad was proved. Yo. Wow. All right, here's a question. Wow. Dad goes to the sex club. Daughter goes to the sex club. This happens. Does dad go? I you can't tell mommy that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the secret between the two of them. This stays between us. Yo. That's wild. Dummy for the Dummy. Father. Yeah. Dummy for the Dummy. Daughter. Yeah. And dummy for the mother if she if she keeps both of them in the house. Dummy, yeah. Yo, that was wicked. Two drink minimum. You got another one? Um, the other one goes out to these people who are buying this beer that some TikTok star. I forget oh, the name. God, she <laughs> puts 
she teamed up with some, some beer company where she puts her, they put her yeast. Stop it. In the beer. Her what? Her yeast. Her yeast. In the That's bear. crazy. It's a TikTok star. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, shoot. What's her name? Let's see if I can get her name. Ew, son. Ew, son. Well, her name is Saragusa. I don't know. So the company which announced that collaboration <laughs> on October 3rd is promotes alcoholic beverages as a sexual experience in the form of beer. Each drink consists of lactic acid from vaginal bacteria. Yo, that's disgusting, every bro. Sip. That's disgusting, bro. And then, and then, if, and then if it if it's sewage, <laughs> if it's sewage down there, like what that bad thing? Yeah. Like? Oh my gosh, sewage flavor. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Silent assassin. We got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Did did they go into detail in regards of what he bought? I I don't know if it's like fact or not, but there was some girl that said that he bought her subscription, and then he like sent her pics to rate. But you know. Yeah. So that's just. That's Yo. Crazy, but. He said, "Yo, listen, I got damn, so I got ten thousand dollars free. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to go nuts on this holy <laughs> fans here." Yeah. He must have been doing three months of scripture like this. Hey, 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 hey. hey. I thought he was a bundle of sticks. Ah, he, he probably a pansexual. <laughs> Love everybody, okay? Especially if you got that much money, he just be just throwing it out. I never understood that. Like people pay women to rate their like what? Yeah, I don't get that. That is so strange. I mean, that's that's kind of like the 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 men that pay. Escorts to kick them in the nuts. Yeah, that's wild. Or step on them with, with, with high heels. That's crazy. Or punch them in the face. Like, uh, what's his name? Tony Atlas, the wrestler. He pays white women to punch. <laughs> <laughs> he pays white women to punch them in the face. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. People are crazy. People are nuts. So, listen, whatever is, whatever is your kink, right? Just don't, just don't use government. Just don't use government, government funds funds. to do it. That's all I'm saying. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. You got one? Nah. That's fine. That's fine. You don't. No, you don't need one. You don't need one. You don't need one. I have one. I think he's the the greatest dummy of the week. MVP. He's he's been in the dummy hall of fame already. So he's just adding to his legacy at this point. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Rudy Gobert! <laughs> Rudy Gobert gets by. Yeah. Now, here's my thing, right? When I saw the play happen, so Draymond Green is being Draymond Green again. Look at him. He's just, just a hack and just wants to grab people and just people just let him do what he wants to do, right? We had a conversation about it earlier. It's just... He just could just do what he wants. He could complain and cry and do all this nonsense, have tantrums like a child. But then the dark side of me came in and I said, he grabbed Rudy Gobert very, very easily. 
Draymond Green is six foot six. Rudy Gobert is seven one. If you go ahead and look at the replay, he grabbed Rudy Gobert so quickly. Rudy Gobert had this look on his face of sheer panic because he realized he had no counter move <laughs> to get out of it. Which tells me Rudy got no hands. He talks so much garbage. You can't listen. From this day on, I think more NBA players are going to test Rudy Gobert because they understand now there is no hands coming. It's just all talk. You that tall. You have nothing. No, no maneuver, no counter, no shoulder shrug where you can be able to kind of dip out of it. No, he's, oh, oh, ha, ha. What are we doing? You asking for help from refs? They smaller than you. And mind you, did you notice that most of his teammates was like this. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's watched. <laughs> yo, nobody put hands yo, on Draymond. They, they just yo, let them choke Rudy players Gobert. Players had hands on him. It's like this. No one likes Rudy Gobert. That's yo. Why, that's why I was telling you. From the day that he was touching the mics Pause. and called COVID, right? He was touching everything. Oh, COVID not real. COVID, COVID not real. It's not real. Here. COVID not real. Here. Call COVID for a month. He was gone. Gone. <laughs> right after the right. mic. So my lungs hurt now, right? Who cares? Oh, yo. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Don't step on it, but yeah, you're right. Pause. Hey, yo, what the Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the dude got no skills, no hand skills, no nothing. And yo, this his teammates, they just looked. They just looked. <laughs> and they laughed. And they went back to the hotel and said, yo, somebody finally got him. Somebody finally got him. It's crazy. Yeah, why you guys don't help? Why you guys don't help? <laughs> huh? I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. Wait, he, grabbed, he grabbed me from behind. I thought you guys were going to help. <laughs> no! <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Keep right. Keep talking. Frog eating. Keep talking. Oh, what you doing? So Rudy Gobert. Talk a lot of stuff. Draymond was waiting. He was just waiting for... Listen, if you realize, what Rudy Gobert didn't even warrant a, a choke. Didn't even warrant a choke. He was just there. Dr uh, Draymond was just waiting in the wings. He said, I'm just waiting for him to do something. And I'm going to grab him right now. That's it. So Rudy Gobert, if you're going to talk that type of smack, you need to get back into the gym don't do what Anthony Davis did. Don't take Anthony Davis training because remember you saw him in the training room with the box and he was looking terrible. Don't take his trainer. Go find somebody that can actually help you throw some hands. Call John Jones, somebody. Do something. You're a big loser today. But you're a winner. For the week. For the week. That's all for this show. Claw. Man, how are you? Kind of where we didn't have a dummy. I just don't. What are you, the other guy? The other guy. Yeah. yeah. You uh, taking that role? Kind of word of the week. Don't be the other guy. Don't be the other guy. Hmm. Damn. Hey. That was hard to top. Hey. hey. Don't lie to your friends. Hey. Don't hurt yourself in the process. Hmm.
And I was supposed and I'm supposed to be the harsh one. Right. Fang's thoughts. I think that all of you entertainers out there, yeah, you guys, all of you entertainers, um, uh, you better start coming up with some money to pay off these people that's gonna co- start coming out spreading all the shit that you used to do to them. Because uh it seems like now is the time for all of that stuff to start happening. I agree. I got three words in my PSA closing. And just three words. Not even three words. Three letters. N D A. <laughs> so until next week, Brandon, thank you for popping up, man. Like, you know, yes, the sir. fact that you Pause. My <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? I, I, that's what the term is. Thank you for chump coming to the show. Okay. Thank you for appearing on the on the on the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. We love you. I can't even say what I wanted to say because now I'm I'm subconscious. I'm, I'm definitely got a complex about it now. Yeah, but you know you're the man. Silent Assassin, the MVP, Freaky Fang, you're the man. GQ Phil. He's just over here smiling. smiling. He just <laughs> Claw. Go screw yourself. Until next week, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ. So get over it. <laughs>